I'm recording this on Saturday the 2nd, Saturday the 2nd, so this is the first week I am practicing the new vlog format, me recording different clips on my phone, compiling them up together, and then editing them up together and compiling it, and then um, it records some content, and what's been happening this week, what did I do, uh, what have I read, and just all that towards the CCMP, and how did I um, mitigate some of these challenges that I faced, or like the mental breakdowns, or whatever, like if I am like, oh, I, I felt real bad, or this occurred, so I, I took a step back, um, when you're doing long-term goals, <clears throat> I mean, the CCMP, or any certification track isn't too long-term, it is still a portion of your life, it's, it's four months to six months in my opinion. CCNA and CCMP are about the same amount of studying time. Some people say three months for CCNA. Uh, for sure, CCMP, I, I believe it's six months, but it, it, for you to actually learn the stuff, not necessarily uh, just memorize it and do the data dump. Data dump. So, um, yeah, so for for this editing portion of the vlog, hopefully it comes out a little bit better, more sharper. Um, I'm, I have my thoughts... Uh, be able to just think about and just lay out this video how I would like to do it moving forward, but we'll see how it goes, right? Uh, it might not always be the weekends, it'll be just the days that I have off, right? I, I work on that stuff, so. On Sunday, I was laying down watching TV and I just felt I needed to track my progress better. I felt like I was always thinking what's next, what I gotta study next. Um, I had this built up anxiety of unfulfillment. Now, on the previous vlogs, if you've been following me, is that I have said just track your hours of, of study and that should be enough for you. And that's to build um, habits, proper habits and commitments towards a challenge. If you're trying to do something challenging, you have to create habits that are positive to help you get towards your goal. Right, so once you get these disciplines down, these habits, then you can um, add things on top of it. There's no re there's no reason to add um, schedulers, planners, calendars if you cannot get up and read a book or get up and take your notes or do your flashcards. If you're not dedicating a certain amount of time of your day, as it is, just to pick up and read a few chapters or read a few pages, not even a chapter. I'm sorry, read a few pages or sections. Start with sections, 15 minutes a day. Like if you can't do that, there's no reason for you to schedule an exam. People decide to purchase and schedule their exam. I bought this exam and uh, it's three months out and so I can study. It's like that's setting up for failure in my opinion. You are spending money on an exam that you're not prepared for now. And you haven't even started studying towards it. You may have read a book. Maybe you have started reading the book, sorry, uh, last week. And you're on chapter one and it's week two. That's completely unacceptable. But any new already exam. You spent $100 plus on an exam that you cannot pick up and read the book. And you're in chapter one a week and a half later or whatever weeks later. And you're spending money on the exam. Uh, you're setting up a failure and setting yourself up for disappointment. Now, some people do that in a, in a form of, well, I want to, it forces me to start reading and start doing things. 
I feel like what that's doing is creating anxiety. And then you're associating that anxiety to study more. And then once you go into the test, you're probably not going to pass. And most likely you're going to reschedule anyways. Then you go to a situation where you can rescheduling, and rescheduling, and rescheduling. So the way I like to do it is I approach my studies, like say I want this exam. So, okay, great. What I'm going to do is I am actually going to purchase the book once I get the book. But it's probably going to lay there for a few weeks until finally I start carrying it. My thing is carry the book always with you. I used to carry it with me to client sites and everything. Uh, and then not necessarily read, just to carry it with me to remind me it's there. Um, and then read a section at a time to start building these habits to read. At this point, the goal is not the certification. The goal is to read. Just read. If you dis- are if you're a visual learner and you purchase like CBT Nuggets or uh, Pluralsight or uh, is, um, those other ones, it, it doesn't matter. If you like videos, purchase the video and then have it downloadable on your phone and then do a bit. These videos are literally five to seven minutes. And when it gets to complex theory or concepts, they end up being 15 minutes. It's, it's literally sitting down 15 minutes to listen to a video the most, right? So do the same thing. Instead of reading a section, you listen to one video. Just do one video every lunch break. So it's normally people, like if, you do, if you're in a physical labor a world, it's likely you have 30-minute lunch break. That's what I had when I was in there. Um, and then if you're like more um, blue collar or like it's white collar, sorry. Uh, if you're in a white collar and you're like whatever already in, if you're trying to elevate yourself and you're already in a, an IT field and you're trying to just go higher, you likely have an hour break. So uh, take 15 minutes of those hours while you're eating. You don't even have to pay it to understand 50% of it. My, my goal is always don't move on until you get 60 to 80% of the knowledge on the first round. So just do it. Just listen to it while you're eating chips or whatever, eating lunch, and then move on. Like that's, that's an accomplishment that day. Then once you start doing 15 minutes, start doing a whole hour a day, then two hours a day, then you're now getting into a habits and now you're looking forward to your study sections and all these things. So that's what I do. Now, uh, and then once I get into halfway through the, through the whole study section, if I do video session, I'm halfway through it. Now, at that point, I'm starting to, um, I'm starting to uh, adjust my study methods. Now, that's where I'm at now. Before, it was like 15 minutes, whatever, whatever, an hour I'm just doing. And that was about two weeks ago. When I started doing these vlogs, I started doing, okay, great. Like, I am, I am uh, getting into a new level now. And it's very interesting now. It's every week is changing, every day is changing, and I'm facing new challenges and things of that nature. So I'm just start recording my tracks. So now I'm at a stage where it's an hour a day, or two. I'm sorry, not even an hour each session is not enough for me anymore. Now I'm starting to look at the time and just lollygagging until I just okay. Well, I did enough. I did enough, and I did enough. So I I already noticed that just by my experience and, and just by working out and creating habits, creating habits and any type of uh, concentration are the same. If you work out, have you ever worked out and then you, you kind of like, you know you have to do 20 push-ups, so then you start like 
like doing like throwing your back into it and stuff so that way you don't like put pressure on your chest and then your triceps and shoulders and everything you put it like you're trying to like do this whole thing to make it easier for you or you start doing like these push-ups where it's just like that um or you're doing like if you're running and you know you can run faster but instead you run slower because you don't want to feel the pain so you rather just make it a little bit longer and make it easier for you so it's the same thing when you're studying when you're studying you set aside an hour for reading then you end up start um really only reading for 30 minutes sometimes even 15 minutes because you're just on your phone you're doing whatever whatever, whatever. and i started noticing that's what i was doing start looking at the time instead of looking at the material i don't have no more goals anymore my goal is literally just run at the clock so then I was like, all right, I got to change it because now I'm I'm disciplined enough to know that I have to stay there for an hour, but I'm not disciplined enough to know that I got to finish this chapter because if I don't finish this chapter, it's going to delay me overall. Like if my goal is July or June, then I won't make that goal if I keep lollygagging. So how do I track that? So I did check out, you know, I'm always trying to... Uh, better and improve i'm always trying to improve things so i'm on twitter and following people and doing things and i'm um, following this person uh she her name is on twitter and i believe also on instagram is the same name uh ccie by 30 altogether ccie by 30 uh and this, she uh, made a video about her like study plan and how she decide how she's gonna approach her study sessions for CCMP is very interesting. I listened to a small clip of it and she had said she is actually looking at the topics, which is what I have up right now, and uh, categorizing them and actually not reading the book from cover to cover. She's actually just tackling the, the, the chapters in question to make sure that she covers the topics in hand. So if you look at, for example, infrastructure, there's um, layer two technologies and she's like going through the chapters, marking them and then uh, reading those sections and then she's like doing her process. So that, that's her approach. So, um, but what caught my attention was actually the planner. I'm like, like, I listened to this video a while back, like, I don't know, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, I don't know what it was. I wasn't in the headspace for the planner yet. I was still trying to get my disciplines down. So uh, this week, this Sunday, I remembered that. I'm like, I wonder if a planner would help because I do need help with organizing at scale because my overall goal is the ccie so the ccie um the ccmp technologies build on the ccie the ccie is more it, it is wide but it's more in depth uh ccna is like wide narrow like it's wide and then one layer down ccmp it's wide and then more level down and ccie is even like lower and it's like super broad so you know a lot of topics very well so how can I make sure my plans and my notes scale? One thing I made a mistake on the CCNA was that I took notes, but they didn't scale very well. I look back at my, my folder structure and the way I took notes and things, it was just like all over the place. And it looked like I didn't tackle every section. It looked like I tackled certain sections of the book. And it was about 10 chapters out of, I think, 30 that I actually took notes on that were very good and helped me um, narrow down some of these uh um, some of these topics so which is good it, it's good the notes I'm glad I have them but however how do I organize it in a way that's easier from the eyes for me to flow while I build on this big CCIE overall goal so uh, 
a large part of this is also me learning and understanding these concepts, not just to pass the exam because uh, I do need it at a very high level for the CCIE. So I'm trying to learn these as if I was studying for the CCIE. So I was like, how can I do this? And how do I feel that I'm on track? So I actually looked at a calendar. My girlfriend has calendars and she has them on the wall and for her stuff. So she, she likes doing that. It's her method. She likes visually setting plans and dates and stuff. Um, so I don't like doing that until my habits are there. So I'm like, all right, now I'm ready in which I'm halfway through the book. Now it's time to see when am I, when am I actually trying to pass this test now? So am I on track or am I not? I, these feelings I'm trying to accomplish with this planner or schedule or something, um, I'm trying, overall is how do I make sure I make it at this stage? So what stage do I want to be at? So it looked like based on my history was that I knock out two chapters on this two on this uh, two to three hour study sessions per day. I knock out about two chapters a week, depending on the size of the chapter. I actually counted how many days, I mean, how many chapters I have left. And then when should I be done with the book? And I marked it um, second week of June, mid-June. So I was all right, great. So now... I was like, I wonder, I know that our 365 uh, with my job, it has planner and I used a little bit portion of it to try to make a ticket system out of it. But in any case, I, I know that I pay for planner, a business planner for myself. So I was like, let me look at planner, how easy it is to use in my app. One of the downsides of a planner is that you cannot toggle between accounts. So I can't have planner for work and planner for, um, myself so i can't distinguish the two i don't want to put my stuff my study stuff for work just because like it's better just to separate what i decided to do was um i downloaded planner installed planner and signed in with my personal account and then use teams because using teams um app you can actually look at attach the planner to teams so um i can track my planner stuff for work on teams which is only work and then my planner app is dedicated for my personal one. So I'm like, great, it's a good workaround. Perfect. So great, what, what does this planner do? Like, I know that track stuff and and, and uh, how can I start off? I'm like, well, how about I just put down chapters and when I expect to finish reading them? When should I start and when should I finish to meet the overall goal? Now, I added all these things. All right, how many weeks do I need to study for prep? I'm going to get my two-week study. So then I create a bucket for that. So now let's take a look at um, my my planner hub. Tasks left 61, five completed. It gives you how many in progress, the other ones, other stuff that I'm planning to do. And this is what I'm gonna do this year. This is what I'm planning to do this year. My AWS practitioner and then the NRC. So this may change when I go back to work, who knows? Uh, how busy we'll be, and um, I guess it's going to be possible, but the bare minimum will be the encore and then the practitioner. So let's dive into that. Now that we are drilled in here, if you're listening on the audio version, uh, we are in the Planner Hub using the web browser. So Planner organize things in buckets. Usually it starts with a to-do, and that's it. So I create a bucket based on, I wanted this to scale. So whatever book I'm reading, I'm creating chapters in it. Within the chapter, I set a start date and a due date based on my two-week minimum uh, reading for each week. 
So each for each week, I my goal is to get two chapters done. Now within each, uh, I guess task, right? So for example, I have chapter twenty nine up. Within each task, I have a checklist. Each one of these um, topics here, this chapter twenty nine. We have uh, embedded event manager, um, agent-based automation tools, agent-less automation tools. So uh, it has those three topics. And then as I as I'm reading through this chapter, I'll have like the first chat first section of it, and I'll, when I finish it, I'll knock it off the list, right? I hit a check mark, and it's done, right? Um, if I'm not done with it, I uncheck it. Uh, so uh, and then it helps me kind of break down my reading so it doesn't feel like I'm being too overwhelmed right so it allows me to hit that check mark and I'm like okay great it's it's done I, I was able to accomplish that today so I feel pretty good about myself now when I I do have other buckets right so I want this to scale so as I started using so that's why I started I started with just the chapters and then I started really liking it that I wanted to start this week off differently with this planner so I started using it I was like man it's great I wonder if I can use it for other parts of my study plans so i was like okay, great so let me create a create review notes section i still don't know how i'm gonna use that and what i mean by that is i don't know how i'm gonna create my notes i started thinking outside the box as i started expanding on this i have the boson labs here that i'm writing down as well as my prep time and what i want to prep schedule test that'll be due right now i have that set for uh june 3rd uh, i'm sorry july 3rd and then my create chapter groupings for prep that means that pretty much start prepping my start planning out my prep that'll be due on uh, june 17th and then uh so i do have now outlined my exam topics created as buckets so if we look here uh those on audio imagine just rows uh, i'm sorry columns full with uh, the topic so you have exam topic for infrastructure 30% and then uh, I have I still need to write down the percentages on these buckets but exam topic security automation architecture uh, and then virtualization network assurance so and then what I'm gonna do is in each one of these I'm planning on creating notes based on the topic so I will hit a check mark not that I know it but a check mark that I created notes for it it's kind of two birds with one stone. I check mark it, I created notes, hence I know it, I have covered that topic. So that way I know that I'm actually fully prepared. If there's something missing in this bucket that I haven't tasked yet, and I don't think these will be set on any due dates. These will be just general tasks that I need to get done. And once there, the notes are created and I'll dictate my schedule on my notes. So I'll have create review notes for, um, infrastructure security and then that's going to be uh early on in my my study preparations 30 percent all the way to the the least covered in the exam i'm, I'm actually spitballing this is what i'm thinking about all this may change but this is how i plan on using the planner it's very interesting it's very um it is very cool and powerful tool and i never even thought about using it for me like I've mentioned before, I'm not a writer. I don't like writing on my piece of paper. I do like using software and tools like that. Uh, it, it makes it easier for me to organize my thoughts. It's searchable. I don't have to skim through a bunch of uh, scribbles of my notes to find out where things are. Uh, even with using tabs and labels, it just it isn't efficient for me. I end up, I end up tabbing everything. So, uh, so it's better for me 
um, for like software. So I think I recommend everyone using Planner. Now, how will this scale? So I, this is a way for me to track my progress as I study. So I can look at um, how I passed, how I organized my stuff in the past and how, uh, how can I improve. And it allows me to see just visually like my progression as I continue my certification. So I'll, as I progress, I'll have the, an auto, um, I want to. I'm plan on doing the sysops as well next year, um, and SD WAN for a CCMP and things of that nature. And if you look, if we go back to the Planner Hub, this is just real cool. Um, it gives you the progression and all of that. And say if I go to AWS as well, if we click to it, it gives you like a graph of people that are uh, um, visually uh, looking at these things. Uh, if you do all plans, well, I guess it only shows you the favorites. That's weird. Um, what if I add that to my favorite? Yeah, if I do add it to the favorite, that's when it pops up the graph. So I'm learning this. So this is real cool. I really like this uh, um, this software. So so yeah, this is the planner that I'm using. Again, I'm paying twelve fifty a month. I'm already using that for uh, some of those things uh, like I do on my own for testing and things of that nature. I use OneDrive and, and SharePoint and all of that. So it's real cool. Um, so in addition to this, how do I scale my notes, right? So before I was using Word Docs, it was hard for me to navigate on my phone. It took a lot of load and it's just weird zooming in and out. Um, it's just on a piece of paper that really wasn't built, built for mobility, at least in my opinion. Now we go to OneNote. So OneNote's real cool. Uh, people listen to audio again, imagine uh, you can actually test OneNote and visually see it, but you have pretty much, you're introduced with like, um, sections, right? You can have sections uh, like right now I have AWS section and I have a CCMP enterprise section. So the, the root would be always will be um, the, the main certification that you want to achieve. So AWS, uh, AWS, I'm treating it a little bit differently, but for uh, the because then because I think I'm gonna get a lot more Cisco certifications that I would AWS. So I, uh, I'm still figuring that out. But anyways, for uh, for the AWS, you click down. I have the practitioner, and I'm planning on doing like sysops. So underneath AWS, I have sysops. Now I have another section here called CCMP Enterprise. Within the CCMP Enterprise, I have you hit the drop down. I have N Auto, uh, N Core, NRC, and then SD WAN. Those are the ones I see in the next two years passing. These are the ones I'm actually studying. I'm going to start studying, and as these uh, books get released, I will purchase them for Cisco and then start my study. Uh, my study, my reading towards them. So, uh, and I would just, that would be purely on accessibility. I just have the um, NRC book that just arrived. So, uh, any case, underneath the end core, I have, uh, I guess this would be a section or a subsection called uh, Study Guide S period G uh, 350 401 chapter reviews. In there, I have a test. Um, page here like a, an example that i was playing around with the software see if i liked it at this point i didn't know when i was using uh, looking for softwares that'll help me take note better notes i was like let me find out if uh if if i can go away from word so i really like how i can organize these things because the main exam i want to take is a ccie i'm using a ccmp study tracks for a building block um, and at the same time, knocking out those MP exams just because they're super beneficial. So if you do the chapter eight review, um, 
exam here you can see the ospf notes it's real cool because you can actually you can have sections that are i guess like written sections right next to examples of like um like a like here a graph i got a graph here ospf uh interface columns and then on the right side i have corresponding like notes to it and you can like, just move the notes around they're like little blocks which is i think it's real cool It'll be super beneficial as I start playing with this and how I build out my notes. I'll use that more. This was more a copy paste and me just kind of fooling around with the flow of the paper. Uh, but it, what I really like about this is the fact that I can just easily hit the app on my phone, access the file that I want, and then just I close it instead of downloading it locally on my phone and then things just get real messy there. I'd rather just like not have anything downloaded on my phone. I'd rather just have it on the app. So uh, that's real cool. How I will use these to scale, all of these again are building blocks. So as I, as I go into my OS, uh, CCIE, I can pull like notes like OSPF, I can pull notes and things of that nature and put it all into the CCIE building block. So I'm not really looking, I'll look at the exam topics and then pull the previous notes that I've already had and I'll have to like, I guess like piece something together, it's already accessible already for me and I already did the work. So again, make it super easy for yourself. Uh, so that way, again, why I discussed, make sure that your desk is super convenient for you to study. Same thing with your notes and same thing with your reading methods and all of that. Do things that make it easier for yourself. So that way you're encouraged to read instead of thinking, well, I have to come and do notes and I don't remember what I did there. Did I cover that or not? You already you already have it all laid out this is super cool as long as i uh keep paying that 1250 then we're good um so which i'm not planning to get rid of the uh, 365 it's, it's an amazing uh just platform it's super cheap for what you're getting you're getting um uh email and a sharepoint like 25 terabytes of cloud storage and then the onedrive one terabyte and it just works on majority of platforms it's just great uh i really like it so um so yeah, th these are the softwares that I'm using heavily now. The planner just, it was solving a lot of my anxiety problems to track where I'm going. And it's super satisfying hitting those check marks of things that I've done. And I can track so far of what I've, when I completed it, when was the estimated time? What do I have left coming up? Because if you go back to the planner here, let's click back into it. Let's go back to the Encore. You can organize in the top right here on this bucket. And I do apologize for the audio people. Um, this is a lot of this is visual. So um, you can group by bucket and you hit due date. And it will actually give you what's due. So this week, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, next week I have chapter 20 that's due, and then I have four sections, four things I need to check off within that chapter, so it's a pretty big chapter. But then 21 it's also is due right after that, and I had adjusted this because I was ahead of schedule, but I adjusted this, and this is due on the 14th, and it's two sections. So overall, I'm completing six sections next week, supposedly. I can continue moving forward. I have five days to do as many chapters to go through as many of them as I can. Now the goal here is always 60 to 80% absorption. So as long as I have the gist of the chapter, about 60 to 80% of it, I allow myself to move on. Um, the reason for that is because my goal is to get the book done. Once the book is done, 
I am going to review it anyways using the review notes. I go through each chapter and, and break it down and write notes on it. I literally reread the chapter multiple times while I'm creating notes. I create flashcards. I create custom flashcards for myself. I take piece apart some of the, the, the things I've highlighted and create um, um, questions, right? Custom questions for myself to help me understand the concept. So I think we were trained through our, our education that once you read something, you're supposed to just understand it. And then if you don't understand it, don't move on. Just keep rereading it. Uh, I've gone away from that. I can't do that. I can't um, sit here and reread it, reread it, reread it, and finally, oh, I got it. And then they ask a question later, and I'm like, wait a minute. It's because they asked it in a way for you to understand the concept, not with just what you read. So sometimes concepts are sections and not just a paragraph or not just a chapter. So uh, the re the way I found a way to work around that is using other tools, flashcards, review notes, typing, um, graphs, uh, things of that nature, uh, hands-on labs. I don't do a lot of graphs, but hands-on labs I do. Um, sometimes for me to understand the bigger concept, I do draw. I do draw it out. Looking at something doesn't help, but when I physically like write it down and draw it out, it makes sense for me. Because then a lot of that is like, um, what routing when, when packet goes from A to point B, and sometimes like I write it even when I'm troubleshooting at work, I write the like source Mac, and as it just like goes and translates, and you put you compile like a spanning tree on top of it, and then always like whatever routing protocol and things of that nature, and then I, I physically draw that out. But other than that, I um, that's how I get myself to understand the whole concept, not just reading it. Reading it allows me to have a general understanding of what it is, and so that way I have subconsciously I remember it. So even if uh, I'm studying something or doing a practice test, I remember I remember reading that. As long as I remember it to that extent and understand what they're saying, if I read something in a question that I'm like I have no idea what that is, that means I didn't pay attention enough when I read the chapter. But if I read a question, I'm like, ah, I know I read that. I don't understand it well enough though. So then I flag it in my head, I write it down, then I go back, review the notes there, and I'm like, oh, I didn't do this, I didn't do that, let me spend more time on this section. So that's how I progress. I don't really progress and put a lot of pressure on myself to read and just immediately understand. It's just part of my study patterns. So again, 60 to 80% is always a goal for myself. If I get 80%, I'll be gold. Um, usually, I don't have to go back too much. It won't be a lot of heavy notes on that chapter. Uh, things that I understand about 60 to 70%, those are the things I spend more time on creating chapter reviews on. So uh, it's I'm super excited with this, uh, especially the fact that I can, if we go back to groups, group by due date, we'll go group by bucket, and the fact that I have my... Um, exam topics here and I'm gonna be writing down the percentages it allows me to understand have a clear understanding of what's more important than others uh, so that way I can just spend more time on this like automation I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it but I'm gonna spend more time on automation than uh, virtualization and network assurance because uh, I know for a fact automation is 15% security is 20% so I'm gonna spend more time on security than I would on automation so that's just how it goes, the flow goes, and allows me to just hit those check marks and understand, to know that I'm, I'm on the right track or am I not on the right track. So I hope uh, my explanation helped out a little bit better on 
the audio portion of this uh, just for the podcast. And if, if you do want to catch, but if you do want to catch the video version so you can see me clicking around here, uh, go ahead and check me out on YouTube, the IT blog, and then space.info altogether. So really appreciate you guys. Peace.